0: Welcome to the Mother of All Movement podcast with me, Catherine Meadows. I'm a Pilates teacher specialising in postnatal recovery and a mum to two kids myself. The aim of this podcast is to inspire and educate through chats with women who are either working through their own movement journey or work to help women get stronger and recover both physically and mentally after having kids. I want to talk about what they do, how they integrate it into their family lives, and essentially why. Because I believe when we share our stories and our values, we lift each other up, enabling every mother to fulfil her body's potential, gain confidence in her power, and give our families the best version of us to share their lives with. So join me each week to hear these wonderful women talk about their journey. this week's episode i am sitting down actual face to face with caroline bragg here at the being mum festival uh, so this is a second episode after my chat with claire bourne last week um, it's very early on in day two but uh, in fact caroline has already done a workout this morning she's so good uh, but we've got a cuppa and caroline um, uh, you know is doing a talk afterwards so, Caroline's a personal trainer specializing in, in pre and postnatal training and works with some of the biggest names in group and personal training in London and around the world. Oh my God! Global <laughs> trainer. So she, she works for Frame, uh, Mumhood, Stylist Strong and the Anne Breeze post- Postnatal Retreats and as an ambassador for Sweaty Betty. You only have to scroll through her Instagram feed to see what a bundle of energy and positivity Caroline is and so she's clearly in demand because of how infectious that enthusiasm must be to those slightly tired and jaded mums <laughs> <laughs> who want to feel at ease walking into a class for the first time, which is a really important thing. Uh, Caroline and I also have two things in common. One... We've both done the postnatal course, the corrective exercise specialist course with Sarah Duval. Legend. Amazing. <laughs> uh, totally changed my whole approach to everything that I do. So uh, it was brilliant. And we both live on houseboats in London. Don't I don't
1: any longer? I did. Oh, you do. Oh my God. That's a, that's a, I didn't know that's that one. Huge, I didn't isn't know it? that. That is huge. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> so much to mention. So now, much to mention. Right? Maybe we won't talk about. Which cold toilet, deliveries you had all. Which <laughs> toilet, you know, and
0: what do you do in the middle of a party when the toilet's full? So, things yeah, like that. We yeah. won't talk about that. but That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> Eight years on a houseboat
1: for my me. God. At I'm, I'm, I'm three, three. This is my fourth winter. We have a winter mooring in Kensal. We do the winter moorings oh, there. Dear. And at the moment, we're in Tottenham. So we're moving our way over west. Oh my God, you've yeah. actually moved. So yeah. ours. are I you think... on the one by um, Sainsbury's? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, that's like, I'm like, that's the dream. When that when one of those comes up, I'm I'm there. Yes, Um, but yes, those of you who don't have a yeah, I'm absolutely no, we we'll have no idea. You? But you know, like I said, another podcast. Maybe we we'll do a boating a bo- podcast, podcast. Oh my god, there probably yeah. is a boating podcast. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, so going
0: to look it up Just suggest yourself So Anyway, <laughs> there's our connection. Um, so thanks a lot for sitting down to me today. Okay, so let's start by introducing yourself, where you live, what you do. I and mean, we know where you
1: live, but um, <laughs> what? How did you get into what you do? As okay, well? so. Um, So I actually went to stage school, Um, I went to the Brit school, which um, those of you with children in South London, if they have any inkling or any creative juices, it's honestly like the best place in the whole entire world. It was like, honestly, a fabulous, fabulous school. Anyway, so I went there um, and then I went out to be an actor and I was like, oh yeah, you know, this is okay. Um, And then I was all like, oh... I really like fitness my mom was massively into fitness um we're talking about like aerobics you know the cycling shorts nice. um okay. you know leotards up, up the bum, bum that yeah. kind of stuff and uh and so I was always going to spin classes, gym classes, loved it, and was like, right, I'm going to be an exercise music teacher on the side, that's going to be my side hustle, and then I'm going to run to castings, and yada yada yada, it's all going to work out perfectly. And then we had um, a recession, and the acting work kind of dried up, Yeah. and I was doing more and more kind of gym stuff, and then I did my PT course, and I was like, actually, I haven't really missed this kind of lifestyle, and it wasn't the acting, because you know, I still think that there is aspects of, you know, acting is just communication. So I feel like there are massive aspects that I use every day in my job that I, um, you know, learn at drama school, etc. cetera. Um, but I loved, I loved teaching uh, exercise to music. Uh, that's where I started. And then I loved doing the PT. And then I, w- um, I was really lucky to get in with Frame quite quickly uh, early on because they've mm. been around for like 10 years. And um They were very much a bit like Brit was to me. So Brit was a yes place, like, yes, you can do that. I want to put on this plate. Yes, you can do it. Like, Frame was the same. was like, I've got this really, like, random idea for for an exercise class. Can we give it a go? Yes. They were very much, you know, kind of, you could play. Amazing. Um, Yeah, which is great. Um, Yeah, it's
0: really supportive because actually as a personal trainer or somebody who works in the fitness industry, sometimes it's quite hard to work for other people when a lot of what you do and you educate yourself on is is your own individualness, which yeah. then sets you apart from the other people that you're working yeah. with. And often then people just go off and work for themselves
1: because they don't know how to fit into, into an yeah. ethos or something yeah. like that. So that's there really is, good. I feel like they were, you know, because they were the first kind of boutique fitness brand, mm. they were kind of finding their feet and it was all about having fun, which I was well up for. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and, you know, you could play music really loud and, you know, you could go from like, you know, drum and bass and garage to eighties aerobics mm. in kind of one shift, which was just you know, I was a lot younger than I had a lot more energy. <laughs> so I was like, Don't yeah. That. <laughs> um, and then they uh, they were like, uh, Joan, who's one of the founders, uh, became pregnant. She was like, holy! I'm not going to swear, but yeah. there is like nothing out there. Like, there's nothing out there. No. So they were like, oh, um you know. Uh, I'd already done my pre and postnatal course, which was dire. The minimal. The minimal, yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. and then they were like, we are going to have a sub-brand of mumhood. So then that's when we started. We only had two classes. We had, like, the prenatal class and a postnatal class. And, you know, we're talking that's maybe, like, six years ago, five, six years ago. And then um, and then I just, I absolutely loved it. I loved, I loved it that it wasn't about, like you know because by that time it was a bit like go hard go home or you know there was all these kind of like things kind of creeping in and it wasn't about how what you looked like it was actually about like health yeah which was so enlightening and really lovely um and I loved working like prenatally postnatally I also drop in whilst I was, I had about a thousand jobs whilst I was an actor. <laughs> I also used to work, uh, teach drama for children mm. and was a nursery teacher. I had like um, in this private school in Chelsea, which was just delicious, like 10, three to four year olds. It was fantastic. Um, so I always was quite good with kids. Yeah. Um, and empathetic, I'm cancerian. cancerian. Um, so I think that's kind of how, why I was like, oh no, actually this is what I want to be doing. this is what I want to... I want to be helping on this journey. And maybe it's the actor in me, the story, that I'm like, I love the story of, like, you know, pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, pregnancy, postnatal, like, you know, then going into their second pregnancy. I've got people coming back to my classes who are in their third pregnancy. And, you know, some of my clients I've had for, like, four or five years, and they're on their second child, and I'm part of their, like, weekly weekly you know life and I know their kids and their birthdays and I've got Amazing. them in my phone so I'm like you know no, no it's yeah. just you know I feel much more than just yeah I feel part of their family the PT people and then like their mumhood frame classes you know I get like you know I I love it when I when they come back into their first prenatal class and they're like and It's round two, and I'm all like, boop, boop, round two, yeah, <laughs> and you know, love it. Um, so for me, it was much more rewarding than working for like more on aesthetics than you know, like, right. Right. which yes. I don't actually, and this has been in social media a bit recently. Like, what's wrong with training for aesthetics? I mean, there isn't, there isn't, but like, I think for pre and postnatal, it's much more like about how we feel and how we can function and just giving that kind of power to women is really important mm. to me. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. Uh, yeah, I, I get what you mean, because I guess I hadn't really thought about the comparison for somebody who's working, in, like especially in London, because I'm outside of London and, and only worked before I had kids. In London, so it was a different yeah. time for me. Um, I'd f- forgotten about you know. There's a lot more aesthetic drive, and aesthetic yeah. motivation when you're living in a city. If you're especially if you're coaching or teaching a lot of younger women, yeah. they spend a lot of their time thinking of that. And we were just mentioning another event that you've been at and the concern of. There's a little bit too much of like constantly you're you're saying that you're being healthy, but actually you're just really over exercising and, and replacing your else, yeah. meals and doing a l- lot of that. So was that part of your experience that yeah, actually there yeah. was a lot
1: of that kind of troubling language? Yeah, it yeah. And I just I didn't wanna I I I just didn't wanna train people to like you know lose lo- an inch, of, lose an inch yeah. of this and like uh, uh, if that makes you feel better I totally understand, but like you know. I don't really care about six packs like, yeah. I'm not bothered about that and I, yeah. I do think that we are coming out of that that kind of wave but there are there is a lot of that going on and yeah. like I was saying earlier like you know like I went to um, not at Brit but the drama school I went to you know there was lots of people with eating disorders and stuff like that and I feel like that the exercise wave um is just like another form of obsession so whereas we Definitely. would obsess over not eating yes. um, or how little we could eat yeah. it, it's now like how many gym sessions can I go to and I definitely was like a punisher like used to use exercise as being like oh well if I can if I do this and I can eat that and can mm-hmm. I you know and I, I I kind of didn't want that to be my message to yes. people like yeah and so the pre and postnatal thing I'm like I also I, I find it a lot more interesting it's it's not cut and dry like you know is that the right term cut and dry yeah Yeah. yeah. like it's not like you do this and this or this is how you do it it's much more yeah yeah, it's like okay cool let's try this because especially with the one-on-one clients and you know from doing Sarah Duval it's like well let's try this and and let's see this and let's empower you to be able to do this yeah and and there I think that for me is a lot more interesting than kind of yeah, uh, the, you know, I still have clients who aren't pre and postnatal, that mainly they are women and mainly they are wanting to become yeah. pre and then postnatal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I just find that it's, for me, it's much more rewarding. It makes my brain work a little bit more and I find that it's much... You know, like I feel like I'm giving back a lot more. Lovely.
0: Yeah, yeah, De- yeah. Definitely. I, I, like you must, say. Yeah. I think. I think. Um, what I find is you have to spend a lot more time really thinking about what's going on with them. Um, okay, why yeah. is this happening? Where's that coming from? How can we peel yeah. back that layer to get into? Ah, oh, it's because and how do you stand when you do yes, that one thing? I, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, okay, so if we can we can work out why you're standing like this and what you're compensating for, then, then we can chink along oh, the chain of all of the yeah, things, and you sort of do a little bit more detective work. That's which it, just
1: detective is, work. And I, yeah. I really feel like you know, and so I teach um the like the basic qualification that we were talking about earlier that I would poo pooed, yeah. um, <laughs> it, you know, like the groundwork we teach. Uh, Frame Academy has a two day um. Two day course, and you know, from what you actually have to know and what we've added on, like yeah. there's so much, you know. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff that I explain is like it, it is the detective work that you have to go into, and it's the language that you use with your client. And I just, yeah, it's just, I love that, and it just makes you appreciate the body so much more Mm. um what me um i just i love all of that like okay well yeah you can do that in front of me but what are you doing the other 23 hours of the day that's making this like you know and that's why i love the retreats um i feel like i'm just plugging plugging plugging. but you know uh, it's difficult when you work for so many amazing people yeah yeah the retreats i love because i get to spend a whole week with um like new moms and new dads but it like the the focus is on the moms for the exercise. you know I I love being like oh I'm in the kitchen with them and they're having a chat with Cleo and I'm and like and, I, and going, I'm looking how they you know uh-huh, yeah now I can see why this is happening and it's just small things that I can be like oh actually if you just shifted your weight a little bit more when you were standing we, were, you know that lunge that's kind of like you're a bit off sometimes that would be you know just things like that yeah. and that for me I'm like that's you know gold yeah uh, um, I just love all of that like yeah. or, or you know just to remind them not to um pop their hips slightly and and, and, and those things you you know you could as a PT you can't, you're only there for the hour that you're there or at, you know in the class I mean I love the classes because I feel like you know it's much more inclusive the community that you get in a class you know so you might do NCT but actually no one in your class likes exercise and so you therefore you know you meet mums that like yeah. um, but you know, you can only do so much if you're in a class of sort of 8 or 10, whereas yeah. if you're in one-to-one, great, but like a whole week with you. Oh, amazing. Like... <laughs> yeah, to be able to see all the other stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I always kind of do a little in my head little fist bump when uh one of my clients comes in and goes oh my god every time I stand chatting and I've got my hip thrown forward or my hip popped out to the side I just hear your voice in my head and I'm like yes that's (laughs) it that's the time you know that's yeah
1: and I I don't want people to be completely um obsessed with like how you know like every day like you know I, I um we were talking earlier about Anthony Lowe's course that I did earlier in the year and it's like you know are we giving them too many cues are we blah blah blah? but like at the same time I'm like that is how they're getting how they're getting by being like you know it's a pattern it's a it's a habit so you know let's try and throw that up do he he says quite a lot do something different so it's yeah like if that if that's the posture that you're in all the time you need to do something different yeah you know like to help on all the other movements yeah yeah we were talking earlier about how um yeah it's just a lot of information's coming out which is so exciting yeah it's a it's it's one of those moments where you're like whoa, my fundamental things yeah
0: but I still think that all of that stuff that you know just bringing awareness like if they can just be brought aware to how they stand just regularly, over and over, because yeah. you're never going to hit it 100% of the time. Right. But if, like, 10 times that a woman stands in one position and it's not benefiting her, yeah. and she remembers, that's going to be 10 times less that she's not putting that strain on the outside on, of her hip yeah. or on her back or on her pelvic floor or whatever. Exactly, And that's definitely going to be of benefit. And there's plenty of other times that she stands
1: in yeah. all sorts of different ways. Yeah. And they're just different and we want, Yeah, we want them to be, you know... But, yeah, yeah. It's just... It is... it. I going back to the original point which was I think about you know what I do I do lots of things with lots of women and I freaking love it yes
0: <laughs> um so uh, so was, so obviously you were at stage school so movement was quite a big part of that and Uh, I'm going to assume that it helps prevent the sort of sedentary life that lots of our secondary school kids are face right now so has movement always been part of your life? Yeah I mean I
1: I wasn't big on sports like I wasn't you know I wasn't really sporty Um, I did dance um, but I wasn't actually very good at dance per se I was very naughty as a child I got kicked out of lots of stuff like brownies ballet and was good at tap dancing that was like it and and but movement in general because I was I I did theatre so I was you know we didn't we didn't sit on chairs we sat on the floor and Amazing. we might like, lie down and like you Amazing. know I, when I went to the um, drama school where I did my degree like it really upset me that we had to wear shoes sometimes because I, I break, like, literally take your shoes off and like be walking around all day like kind of just you know sitting down here blah blah having oh, and, so good, and like though. I was like oh god like you really know yeah and I like, yeah. still now I, I quite often opt to sit on the floor rather than chair just because that's kind of how I was you know that's kind of how a natural movement, yeah, natural movement. You, yeah. so, which it
0: should be for all of us yeah really. yeah
1: and, start sit I, down yeah. and I, start, I just I well I remember in between acting jobs I used to temp on reception which is actually how I met my husband funnily enough um and it used to kill me I used to almost be in tears by four o'clock mm-hmm. I was like oh my god like I can't do I can't I can't this, do this. It's like it's just not the yeah and it frightens me that people do and actually then i think about our and talking about london and and, you know kind of the other cities that have got quite a big fitness community so you're sitting down for eight hours a day and then you're going to go and do like some like crazy crazy workout i'm like are you for real like you know that's what one thing that i'm i'm quite sort of like we need to be addressing that you can't Eight hours a day sitting down, and then one hour of like I don't know CrossFit, Barry's Camp, something like that. It's not, not the way that we should be living. We should be like you know. I just, uh, it frightens me. I mean, I have never really had a job in an office. So like sometimes I cycle around the city, and I'm like,
0: what are you doing move. in there? Get like up, what are you? Move. Get up, move.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know. I'm like, oh, I just don't understand how you do it for that long. But um, but yeah. So that that is, I have never really. Hat to sit down. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> which is good. <laughs> good. Um,
0: so you're part of a panel talk, I think, today, I aren't am, you? I am, yeah. About... Uh, what, something to do with, uh, what was the title? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Um exercise. Do you don't supposed exercise, to yeah, exercise yeah. I think it is. So, like, what's your sort of main one message that you'd like to communicate about that? What's your thing? About uh, that?
1: <laughs> so, it's the respect that you have for your body so I feel like um prenatally people are doing lots of things because they're growing a baby so they're eating well they're moving well mm-hmm. they're they're um enjoying lots of people enjoy their like you know bump and things like that and then yeah. as soon as and it's something to do with society as well as soon as they're pregnant it's like you no know, you must forget that you were ever pregnant your body must you know and and it's just having the respect and being like wow like my body did something really amazing and then birth as well which is just incredible like wow you've got to give it the respect and the time and I think that is different for everybody so my thing would be like to respect so if you have the respect for your body you're not then in that mindset of like but I just want to like get my body back so I freaking hate that mm. um, but it's like it's just it's just time patience and respect yeah. and you can build yourself I've got I've got women that are stronger now than they were pre yeah. prenatally because they were like you know you know probably doing classes that weren't massively great for what they were doing um. but they and but they understand the fundamentals of their core yeah <laughs> like, yeah you know and people have been like oh no i've never really like understood that I'm yeah like, no yeah. Thought about it oh, I've spent, no, like, i have to. thousands of pounds on like reformer pilates or blah 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 and i have no idea how yeah, to do yeah, this yeah. And that and the other yeah. mind blown yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really
0: good point, actually, that sometimes when you get a little bit broken, it makes you need to actually really deal with it a yeah, little bit more.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did that answer your question?
0: Yeah, totally okay. did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what questions do you get asked the most by uh, new
1: mums or mums further down the line? Um, the running question. Yeah. yeah. When can, uh, when, or... when can I start running? Or, I've never run before, can but, uh, I? but can I? And Maybe I'm more like, can you? I don't know. Like, you know, um, and the running, the high impact, when can I get back to? Mm. And I'm like, I want nothing more for you to get back to what mm. where you were, like better, faster, stronger, mm. harder. I want you to do whatever you enjoy, I want you to get back to. But i as i don't know where you are unless you've you know gone to a women's house physio because there's so many things that i don't know like internally yeah. like i'm not a physio yeah. I am, yeah. i'm a pre and postnatal trainer i think i'm quite a good one i think i'm well informed but i need to know where your pelvic floor is in order for you to be able to go back to impact yeah really yeah. I mean, it's the impact. and they need to know whether yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah like, they and, and they need to know what they're doing you know so for me like so my pelvic floor is like hypertonic on the left side only i mean for what <laughs> just the left side um so you know just there's things that i can't do um and i now know that i can't do because of that or i can do them and i will be able to do them i just need to be aware of certain the constant things. awareness so yeah. Right. okay i need to keep on rehabbing cool. a little bit more on this side yeah, yeah and that that kind of stuff um but you know a really good thing that, so I work a lot with um, Claire Pacey, who's an amazing physio. Mm. We're so lucky. We've got so many really good ones who want to, um, you know, want to collaborate. So that's fab. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, she's always like, well, you know, just test it, test it. You've got to test it, otherwise you're not going to know. And mm. that's just, you know, we've got these lovely running guidelines from Emma and Gronya, which are just really giving so much power back to women so much power so that's really exciting but it's yeah the impact what is the when and I'm more like well it's going to be graded we're going to try stuff we're going to have to like you're going to have to be in tune with your body you're not going to be able to just go out and do it like we're going to be like okay and how does that feel after and if it does feel different after we need to think about right okay we need to scale that back slightly and it's going to be a trial and error thing but that that is yeah the 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 question yeah when can I do yeah. when when when
0: and I th- and I think a lot of that is both a combination of wanting to get back to things that they might have done before but also wanting to feel some release in their body yeah. like I want to sweat all right yeah it's really easy for me to go out running or something like that yeah. but I also don't want to have to wear a tenner you know, yeah, for no. it or or have any pelvic girdle pain yeah. or all of that sort of or stuff so now I'm paralyzed somewhat, you know, yeah. by whether or not I can go out, or whether
1: or not, or whether I shouldn't, and and then I'm just gonna sit at home and do nothing, which is even worse. Yeah, and, uh, sorry, and another very small one that I don't get asked as often anymore, thank God, is about diastasis. Um, My gap, my gap, my gap, my gap, my gap, my gap, my gap. (laughs) Um, I'm like, okay, cool, well, like, I get it, like, no one knew about it, and then everyone started talking about it, it. and then, like, everyone got really, like, ah, about it, and yes, there are some things that we have to be take into consideration. Yeah. But like, yeah, I'm not gonna check your abs separation every single time. time I see yeah, you yeah. Um, and I don't want you to get hit up about it yeah. and you know there's still barely, like you know there's not much research on it so we're still working through it so from people that have come to um, mumhood like a few years ago and we used to talk about the size of the gap now obviously we know that it's not the size necessarily it's about the tension How that you can yeah. yeah so you know like even in that short amount of time yeah, yeah, from yeah, one absolutely. baby to the next baby yeah. The information is different so yeah. you know we have to keep thinking and that's why also i love this job because it's never ending never ending continuous professional development <laughs> um, and i freaking love it like yeah. i'm like oh what course can i go on now yeah um but yeah so i think that that the running and the gap thing and the head-upness about the gap or you know this that, and the other and i'm like it's how you move It's how you control it. That's why you have to relearn those patterns. That's why we have to think about intra-abdominal connection. Um, That's why you can't go running at six weeks (laughs) postpartum.
0: Ta-da! Clangers, everyone's like, damn. Damn. Can't go out for that run this morning.
1: Um,
0: Okay, so I'm wondering uh, whether you might get a lot of women, because you see, see women, like you said, for a retreat, do a lot of them talk about stuff that they've seen online or heard from i don't know friends or their partners or mums or yeah. something like that or on social media or whatever and they're just yeah. like oh well i need to be doing this that and the other or did you see that woman who was like two weeks postnatal and she looked absolutely perfect yeah or yeah. I like mean, that. Get, you- yeah i mean like
1: what the thing that happens on the retreat quite a lot is people we obviously say oh you know i think it's great if you go to a women's health physio before you go, lots of people don't know what they are. Yeah, Lots of people don't know that they are available privately and on the NHS. Obviously the NHS is, I love them, but they are quite stretched. So, um, but it's it's less about looking uh, so much now. It's more about like, oh, I think it's about being a perfect mum pressure, that kind of stuff, yeah. that's what I hear a lot about yeah. Like, or you know, and I saw her and she's got her shit together and <sighs> sorry I just yeah. saw, but um, you know uh, that kind of stuff, we we hear a lot of, of that, a lot of I just didn't know mm. that I would feel like this mm. or I. no one told me, I actually think that is that is a great podcast we should do that, no one told no me one told the me. things that no one told you about stuff, yes. that like you're like oh right you know, and things that are easily, not easily solved, but like, you know, like there are people out there that can help you yeah. with those kind of things, no so I think, that's, I think I it's think... like the no one told me this, or no one told me that, yeah. or no one told me I would feel like this, or actually that it's okay to feel like that because there's someone that I can talk to yeah, um, but like fitness wise, yeah, we get the the ultra runners and things like that, who are in the media at the moment that are like breastfeeding and, and running, and, yeah. and, and, and I'm like, yeah but they're athletes,
0: they're like professional athletes pro- and i think a lot of the like we, we because we're mentioning jasmine paris and sophie power and people like that who breastfed and did their ultra running but actually what people they definitely got painted as like just a normal woman who happened to go for a for really run, long run. run oh my god so It's just like yeah no 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 these women have spent their entire Tire lives running yeah. I and mean, if you listen to anything that jasmine paris talks about she grew up in the hills she went running all the time her and her brother would go out for like long weekend hikes and cross-country running and stuff like that like she's spent her life in the hills and mountains if you have also done a similar sort of thing and you want to go yeah. ultra running and that's been part of your life before, then you'll know what you're capable yeah. of and what you can do. But, um, but, but if you're, you're not the know, that person, it, yeah,
1: if you've you know been eight hours in an office and went and did like some you know like <laughs> treadmill classes and ran a few marathons, I'm sorry, but that is very different like to to that and yeah. and and you don't have the team that they have. No. Like, you've got to think about that. And yeah. that's, you know, goes back to celebrities as well. Or how did so say well she's got she's got she a night she, nurse she's got a chef, You know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah. that's that's the same kind yeah. of thing. And so I got asked some questions for the telegraph and I really was like, no but these are athletes. Like yeah. these these aren't you know like and it is and the thing with relaxing and breastfeeding and stuff is again the same thing with diastasis, there's not that much uh, research you know none. so oh, you could literally look through it in about 20 seconds yeah, yeah. And they, they, they can't test on on pregnant women and, and, a, and a post-natal, postnatal because it's, un- yeah, it's yeah. unethical so everything you you do you have to be like well okay well that is a research I'm going to go with that but I'm also and quote Anthony Lowe again you know it's pushing the fence yeah. being like okay cool well let's just see let's just see and then we bring it back and mm. you need to have that um that relationship with your uh, with your uh, client to be like honest to be like right okay well this is what we know you want to do this i want to get you there like we we will do a graded approach to that but you've got to be really honest and let your ego go because if there's anything mm-hmm. that doesn't feel quite right it means that we've just gone a bit too far and we need to put it back mm-hmm. and we'll get there but it might just take a little bit longer yeah again respect what your body is doing like and
0: i think that was a really good point that you just said about letting your ego go because i think one of the hardest things is especially if you've been somebody who's been really active and really movement involved and done lots of stuff before they got pregnant and uh, you you kind of you feel like you're maybe like you were like well i feel like i've got kind of the same body okay there is some like little bit different bits or yeah. you know maybe in my head i'm a little bit different but I, I pretty much feel like the same person. Why can't I do the same thing? I should be able to do the same thing. And then, especially if you're in a group thing, like one of the worst things that I had was I was doing CrossFit after my second, which was fine in itself, but I was in a group with 27-year-old girls. 100%, yeah. And I was, like, looking around, trying to compare myself to them and competing. And because of all the stuff that I've done before, I'm naturally quite a competitive yeah. person with other people, and I'm looking around thinking, what the Doing, yeah, competing against them, and I say to them, Oh, what are you doing for the rest of the day? And they're like, Well, we're gonna go and meet my boyfriend for a long Sunday lunch, and then we might go to the cinema, and then we'll just go meet some friends for drinks afterwards. And then I'll be back here at six o'clock tomorrow morning for another workout. And they're like, What are you doing? And I'm like, Well, I've got three birthday parties, and then I'm basically <laughs> gonna die on the sofa at six o'clock in the evening, and then I'll get woken up four times through the night, and then I'm trying to come back here tomorrow. Enjoy. And I'm like, well, this is not yeah. an even comparison, and, and, and
1: yet that's what my head is doing exactly. And I, I say this like in the course that we run, like you know, like exercise is exercise. So, you, like you say, there's nothing wrong with you going to CrossFit. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. There's not, I, and I always like you know. I went to Barry's bootcamp this morning. I love it. Okay, I'm not pregnant. I'm not postnatal and so my headspace is in my, actually I'm injured, so I have to like let my ego go slightly, right, so you yeah, know. Um, but, I'm like, you can go to Barry's Bootcamp if you're pregnant and the teacher you've got is very good at modification, because it's modification that you need, but that isn't the right, atmosphere for you like the crossfit isn't the right atmosphere for you you, where everything it's like you are going for your pbs all the time and actually right now that's not the right place for you not saying that you shouldn't go but if you don't know that ego thing if you're not if you're there and you're like but i want Mm -hmm. i want to be that person i should be be that person it's really really difficult so like you know i'm all for everybody should do what they love doing but it's like just be mindful of the fact of what else is going on so prenatally you know you're growing a human like all the uh, hormones postnatally even if you've like stopped breastfeeding your periods have come back and you're like kind of hormonally you're still like going through birthday parties getting woken up four times in the night like that is your your base level is different so you're you have to keep that in mind and keep that in check which is very difficult and very boring. Yeah. And um, but unfortunately that is kind of where you need to be and it's another Anthony Lowe quote <laughs> It's just uh, it's not for now it's it's not forever it's just for now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. And just as long as you're cool with that and be like right okay I'm moving. What can I, I do? love being yeah. in this. I love being in this CrossFit box. I love lifting heavy weights. I don't need to be in competition yeah. with those, even if the teacher is, like, gene me on to do that. I am me. This is my body. It's done amazing things. I'm just going to do it for myself. Yeah. And that's what I want women to be able to do.
0: Yeah. Gosh, got really so Ooh, She then. went on a rant, didn't she? Ooh, good Can't job I've got, got some Oh, Got a bit sweaty there. <laughs> um, um, okay, so so one thing I wanted to talk about with you was in Sarah's uh, Sarah Duval's course, the Postnatal Corrective Exercise Specialist course, one thing that I found one of the most transformative things was talking about breathing in oh. the right way, in which... I have never heard anybody else talk about, and I'm, I'm not gonna mention all of the other postnatal courses that I've done, which were, uh, you know, not mentioning it, which I, and I find it the most effective thing possible. Yeah. So how, let's just like briefly go through that now. How do you describe breathing? And <laughs> I'm saying briefly. I could literally make this a 45 minute yeah. lecture to my <laughs> clients, and I do, I am apologize for clients. Um, so, how do you describe it briefly? And, like, uh, how, you know, when you start with your classes, your group classes, or your one to ones, what yeah. do you sort of talk about with breathing? Yeah, in we
1: actually start all of the mumhood classes with diaphragmatic breathing in phase one, phase two, phase three. So, um, because people, you know, A, so hopefully they'd come to phase one and they'd learn how to do it, and then they would do it in phase two and phase three, people kind of forget how to, you oh, know. Yeah. So, um, So, in phase one, we is where I have more time, I guess, mm. or with my clients where I have more time, um, and I use quite use the um the umbrella, mm-hmm. um. So we're talking about like sort of three D breathing rather than kind of just being in your chest. So quite often I get them just to notice how they're breathing. So we're lying down, we're closing our eyes, <laughs> very drama school, um, and you know I explain why they might be breathing in the chest rather than in their most kind of um optimal breathing. You know being a mum is stressful, like being pregnant, everything gets shifted up, you know, so we're trying to breathe, you know, in that 3D kind of umbrella being kind of pushed up into the lower lobes of the lungs. I mean, I did Pilates training, so I did do quite a lot of breathing, the importance of breathing there, but I felt that the Sarah Duval course, name check, um, was excellent, was much more sort of thorough. Yeah. And I kind of explained to them about the core unit, how like the diaphragm's the top and the pelvic floor is the bottom, and so therefore they have to kind of work together. And the um, you know the best way to do that is through breathing. I also do it in my um I work for Stylist Strong. I also we, we and Jocelyn Thompson Rule, legend, another name drop. Yeah. Um is she programs that and we start the classes with diaphragmatic breathing. Amazing and um and that is just central nervous system yeah you know we're in a very stressful place yeah you know and then we, we close the class with breathing as well like because you know your body goes into fight or flight mode so you need to actually and you've got to think down, about yeah. that fight or flight mode that's that's mom that's motherhood yeah fight or flight mode yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. so yeah so i mean i don't know if that have answered your question yeah yeah, yeah yeah, no
0: well i think i think it's really important that uh I think what i found the most profound thing about the breathing is that the breathing can help women to initiate a change where they thought they weren't going to be able to make one or yeah they expecting me to say, give them a list of exercises as long as their arm and i'm like oh, no, i want you, just, you to do these 25 exercises every yeah. single day and i send them off and i'm like i just want you to breathe Yeah. and in bed at night when you're in a relaxed place i want you to breathe like this and then on your side and then on your and other you side and that's yeah. it and they're just
1: like but why? What? yeah
0: and, and then they kind of look at me with a slightly dubious and I'm like, honestly, I know from personal experience and I know from having seen it with all of the other women that I have come through that this is transformative and yeah. I cannot un- uh, underestimate that I enough. Mean, but it's...
1: I mean, there's the breath guy. Have you heard about him? Yes. I mean, he's got his whole whole thing on breathing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got a whole yeah. career on There's right. a reason Yeah, why there's a reason. And like, um, you know, I always, the, you know, at the beginning of phase one, I'm like, I know it's not you you think I'm crazy yeah but it is just bringing it back to the breath but like, if you don't set up the breathing right yeah, then, then yes yeah. it's, it's hard to put all of the other building blocks on top of that do you want to hear a nice little analogy that I have of that so i always say like um you know like this is like your foundation so like your your breathing your pelvic floor your core that's your the foundation of your house okay and then your bones are like your infrastructure like your scaffolding like and then and then once we've got all of that into place, then you can start thinking about your House of Hackney wallpaper and your doorknobs and your anthology, you know, like, you can start thinking about what kind of shag pile carpet you're going to have, you can't do all of that before you've got everything done, no. you know, like and it is boring, who wants to talk about you know, who wants to talk about the foundations of you know, your body or the the like breeze blocks of your, you know, it isn't the most yeah. sexiest, fun conversation but that is going to allow you to like have the most fantastic house ever yes yes and we only have one house okay so let's you know let's spend you know you don't want it to fall over in the wind yeah you know and that's it yeah Exactly. I just think that's that a, it's, it's really important to get all of that right before you put all the bells and whistles on top. Yeah, 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 yeah
0: definitely. So oh, many people just... need so much of that yeah. and so much more of that in comparison to, yeah, you'll be fine, just go into boot camp or
1: you'll be... Yeah. And also, I just think you know, and yeah, it, it, different people are different. So you might be in that stage for a bit, but you might, you might. But your your focusing on breathing stage might be a little bit shorter.
0: So but you still need it. to take that awareness all the way through everything or if else. You need it, Whereas yeah. someone else might need to spend a little bit more time on yeah. breathing and some of the other more simpler things. Yeah and then they take all of that learning exactly. once they've sort of got it connected and
1: that's you know i guess another one about the like the high impact stuff you know like well, when can i move up when can i do this you know because we work in phases when can i do this when and we're like well you know like do you feel like you've got
0: a grasp on this yeah, like cause yeah. if you
1: have then you can try and apply it to. To moving up to the next day Yeah, you know. yeah exactly.
0: Thank you so much, Caroline. Oh, Caroline's to like go because
1: a... she's got to do a panel discussion right oh, now. Oh, well, I just feel like I could stay here all let's day keep chatting. I'll be like, oh, sorry, guys, you you wanted me there. I'm just going to stay here <laughs> in this nice room, which is slightly cooler it's than. Cooler. <laughs> she's
0: cooling down after I work out. It was great to uh, chat to you, thank you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's go to your panel discussion. Find yeah. out all the lovely questions that people have got to ask. That's Fab. what I'm looking forward to. Wow. thank you no worries (laughs) so that's it for this week I hope you enjoyed the episode do remember to check out the show notes and rate and review the episode hop on over to Instagram as well at love underscore movement underscore Sussex to let me know what you think and any comments or feedback you have I always love to hear from you Join us next time to hear from a new brilliant guest.